Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Time to find your winner on this Wednesday on Bag of Tips across the three codes. Of course, thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at OzEquipment.com and the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee in country Victoria. And today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org. .au. Superstar trainer Graham Big joins us here on the Giddy Up this morning. Good morning to you, Graham. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Um, first of all, mate, what's one horse? Now, you've got superstars left, right and centre in your backyard, including like a horse like Passive Aggressive who's coming out of retirement. If you had one horse that you're really excited to see back this preparation, which one would it be? Probably Magic Time. Yep. Um, we know she's full of class. What, what race have you got in mind for her? Uh, she's going to run in the new market first up. So, All right, um, she's had a trial and she'll have another jump out up the straight uh, prior to that and uh, she'll be ready to go. All right, then didn't, do you go down that path to Sydney with her or do you look at the sprint races in Adelaide? No, she'll go to Sydney. Um, yep. She's quite adept on ground. has got a bit of give in it. So, you know, the chances that uh, we might get that in Sydney are very good. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be the a way to handle that preparation and possibly you know she may go on to brisbane too after that you know she won't have a lot of runs uh but we'll just select the races as we go and how is passive aggressive in great order mm. she uh jumped out uh, last monday week or had a barrier trial I should say uh you know trialed beautifully and rounded off and came through it really really well so she will head to sydney she'll have another jump out here uh, and then she'll head to Sydney to run in the Challenge Stakes on the 9th of March. All right then, mate. Um, we wish you the best of luck with her. She's exciting as well. What about Senzino that's been heavily supported? Um, the son of Trapeze Artists. First up this campaign, um, your thoughts about his chances today in the third race over the 1,200 metres? Yeah, just drawing a little bit sticky. Uh, the outside draw... Uh, I think uh, Ballarat should suit him. He came out of a very good form race at his first start in a race uh, and ran credibly. And then his next start, he uh, got a little bit lost at Sandown and uh, didn't really come down the hill. And he was probably disappointing. We turned him out again, but he seems to have prepped up well for this race. Um, I'm surprised at the short price that he is, um, um, you know, going into the race with sort of you know, two unplaced runs behind him. Um, so, yeah, but he's you know, certainly capable of winning today. 
And then we've got um, Der Bergerach going around to, Jesus, it was impressive. He was impressive at Seymour on debut, this cop by Sue Starr. And then you put him out. Um, have you been happy with his jump outs of recent times before this first up effort? Yeah, he's had two uh, jump outs to fit him up for today's race. Uh, yeah, he's, he looks a nice horse. Obviously, you know, we're just taking him very carefully, just trying to put him through his grades. It's not an easy race today. The favourite looks like it certainly will be the testing material. But uh, like we feel he's a nice horse, but he's got to keep ticking the boxes. And, you know, I feel that he's going the right direction. And do you send around Seymour at um, in the Triscay Stakes on Saturday? And does she um, head up to Sydney? Yeah, she went to Sydney uh, end of last week. Uh, she's arrived up there, had a gallop at Randwick on the course proper yesterday. She settled in really well. feel that she gets in very well at the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the structure of the race as far as the weights are concerned. She's in on the limit weight. So you know, I'm sure that uh, they'll certainly know she's in the race. All right. Thanks for your time. What's your best today, Graeme? Should we have a punt? The burn track. All right, then. Thanks for that, mate. Good luck, uh, especially going towards the carnivals as well. Cheers. He's a star. There's Graham Big Mitchie Lewis joins us. He's done the form for us at Ballarat and Gould today. Hello to you, Mitchie. Good morning, Gareth. Take it away with your specials, mate. Okay, so I've got three at Ballarat, all in the last three legs. So I heard Mickey Gannon's tip before. For anyone interested, you could do a one-out quaddy here. But anyway. He didn't tip. steal your thunder, did he? How dare him, really? That's a bit like you say, stay in your oh, lane, Mickey G. No, he's completely added to it. That's a, it's a team game here in the morning, Gareth. So yeah, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's going race point. five. Yeah, and I'm six, seven, eight. So we could go a one-out quaddy with me and Gano Tips. It's a good little addition from him. So race six for me, number five, Rhapsody Chick. I keep coming back to this horse. So I, I sort of had a look at its map, and I think it's going to get a very nice run with Damien Lane in the saddle. I think it tracks Rising Sun of Henry Dwyer's and... Girl, I thought, was the main danger, but I'm a little bit concerned with its race match. So Rhapsody Chick, he's a lightly raced four-year-old. I think there is... Um, he had genuine excuses in his first prep, and his recent trials, to me, suggest he's probably a type that can progress through his grades through this BM64. So I've added him to the picks today. All right, then. What else have you got for us, mate? Race seven, number six, Ellen Mack. So... This is as easy a race as she's seen for some time. A BM58 today. She was competing in Sydney in BM78s and races up on that level. Now, uh, her form on a good track's the query, but those were in the stronger level races. I just think she finds her opportunity here today. I think winkers go on. I think it sets up for her to be able to win here, uh, Ellen Mack, in race seven. Have you got anything else for us, mate? Race eight, number six, shove over's my each way play of the day. Yes. This horse drops in grade as well. Uh, form around Jungle Gym and Periel, I think that's going to stack up nicely at this level. Uh, Jayla Kennedy takes three kilos off, so we're down at a nice weight. And from barrier four, if it's favouring on-speed runners, shove-over is going to be in a very nice position and is currently sitting around an each-way price. All right then, mate. What else have you got for us at Gawler? At Gawler, if we go to race five, there's a horse here, number one, Meg's Magic for the Stokes team. Uh, one, two in a row at the start of the prep, including one over this truck and trip, and then... Uh, was okay last start. This is much easier. I think it sets up nicely for her. Uh, I think it's the only real main danger is uh, number four, Baby Alex, who's lightly raced. So at their current price, you could consider backing both of them and just turning over a small profit. But I think Meg's Magic should get the job done with Todd Panel in the saddle. Yep. Anything else? Uh, race six, number two, free beer for Justin Pickering. I'm 
reasonably keen on this horse's... I think he's got good upside. So we saw him run a very nice race above class average on debut to win a maiden on a heavy track. Um, he's been trialling very nicely as well. I think he's on his... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? On his potential, he sh- he's going to be able to work through his grades quite nicely. I think barrier one and with the weight is going to put him in a nice position. So I think he's one to follow out of the race. But I think at his best, he should be winning this one today and progress from here. All right. There's an interesting question coming through from one of our listeners. Hi, G. Heard the conversation about track bias and it makes me wonder, and I agree with this listener, why after not being at Ballarat for quite some time, the rail's at nine metres for a metro meeting. I think it'll play on pace and it can do that from time to time, Ballarat. Yeah, that's Especially on a hot it. day when there's been some hot weather. That's exactly what I was going to say. I always favour it a little bit when it's hot. It just sort of makes those lanes a little bit slicker, doesn't it, Gareth? So I, I, I don't know 100%. My assumption was the rail was out because they've got some meetings coming up. Um, and given the track so big and why they didn't think it would affect it too much, but that's just me speculating. Yeah, we, we, that, there was a problem at Mooney Valley when they had their rail out, I think, four or five metres. I can't recall how far it was yes, out, but when yes. we returned after the, the layoff there during the winter months and you could not make up ground. So time will tell, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Thank you, mate. Have a good day. Good luck to the listeners. All right, then. Great to catch up there with uh, Mitchy Lewis. Time to head to Sydney now to catch up with um, one of the great trainers in Johnny Sargent. He'll play a part there at Rose Hill, um, or the Kenzo, Kenzo track, I should say, at Randwick today. He's got some um, he's got some strong chances there. In fact, he's only got Trees, Trees A, going around that third race now after Byron Bell was scratched after in that same race. G'day, John. Thanks for your time. Thanks very much. Um, can you lead all of the way with this galloper today? I probably wanted to to be bigger so I didn't have to lead actually because okay. I think she has a bit of chase but it looks no speed so she'll probably go across and take it up and work it from there. Yeah, it does look a, a lovely race for her however, however Molly Burke, I think she's now in your care as well as an apprentice. Um, she looks like she, she's got a bit of a future in the game. Yeah, she's very dedicated uh, dedicated girl. She's very fit and hungry and um, you know, all she does wants to do is ride horses, get here early in the morning and work all day. So I think she's got a big future and uh, a very strong rider and a finish for, a, you know, still three kilos. Yeah, so fourth up this preparation, tries or trees. Um, looks tough to beat in your eyes, mate. You're happy with her going into today's contest? She seems, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. backing her up sort of 10 days since the last run. And then from here, looking at going to Kembla Grange for a midway provincial qualifying race for the million dollar. Um, provincial final, so um, yeah, this is a nice lead up for that. She's won on the Kensington track, which is a bonus here, and she just walks over the road. So, no, she's in tip top order to go there today and hopefully win. And looking forward to seeing Miss for um, for Burge. Does she head to Melbourne on Saturday after two impressive come from behind victories there uh, at Ramwick and also on the Kenzo track in her last couple? She's going to actually. Stay up here. I haven't okay. made it for, for Melbourne or here. She'll run a Rose Hill in the uh, Group 2 1200 metre yep. race here. So I've freshened her. I think she's at long odds, but she's up to that company. And, uh, you know, she's been unlucky early on in her career. And I think she's just finding a form. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that, Johnny. Good luck today. 
Cheers, mate, anytime. There's Johnny Sargent there. Let's catch up with Mickey Gannon once again. He's done the form for the Kenzo track at Randwick today. Hello to you, Mickey. Yes, G. Uh, I'm the Kenzo today, and it's a pretty tricky meeting. Rail's out five metres, good four. Uh, scattered showers around yesterday, but I'm not sure many of them hit and hit to a very fast on-speed Kensington today. So I'm going to go to race two, number six, uh, Chateau Miraval. Uh, recent trial was pretty good, and... Well, that was beating a horse by the name of Celerity. So he's got yeah. to take on trust that uh, that this horse uh, goes pretty well. Celerity clearly has a lot of talent. And uh, you know what? Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott, two-year-old, Timmy Clark. Wow, what a combination. You're not going to go price $2, but I think that's the right price for this horse on debut, G. And then another horse I was interested in was uh, Johnny Sargent's horse there, the Trey Z will roll forward. Just going with that uh, that theme of on-speed horses today, G. Roll forward and looks to get an unopposed lead. Molly Bullock claims three kilos. Gets the horse in uh, very, very well at the weights now, G. We're carrying uh, 56 kilos and that gallop will be very hard to run down. So race three, number four, Trey Z. Yeah, it looks like Trey Z. Good push there from Johnny Sargent. So he didn't want to lead, but it looks like he'll have to lead with her with that smallish field. I tell you, there's a runner that I can't wait to see. Today, I think it might be scratched, unfortunately. Yes, Cam Bourne is out. Um, oh. I was looking forward to seeing what it, what it could do there what today. Do we, what are the whispers on that one? No, I'm just fascinated. I knew it had potential there when it was with Price and Kent Jr., but now um, it's headed to the stables of Wayne Brown there at Tamworth. So I always find those horses interesting. Would have been an online purchase, I would imagine. Godfather's at a big price. Geez, he was impressive on debut, Godfather, all that time. Once upon a time, he's had a long time off. He goes around first up at $9 with bet three, six, five in that um, six race, I think big it weight. is. Yeah, yeah, big weight, 391 days off. Yeah. Obviously the big query, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I know Dino was pretty keen on the horse uh, overall in regards to how it trialed. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll be tipping it at all, but uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And, I think the, in the first race, too, there's also another interesting horse here. You've got Bjorn Baker, who's just low flying, like just going that good, and, and he's teaming up with Joshy Parr on a horse called uh, Suasive. I thought probably a horse that I might start sort of, you know, looking to looking towards as well as I'm just doing that speed map there in that race um, five minutes ago, G. If you were looking for an early play, Suasive could be another one as well. Yeah. Um, he's on fire, isn't he, B. Baker? He can't do anything wrong That's at incredible. the moment. It's incredible, and he's just peaking at the right time, and, he's, and he seems to be doing it every carnival now. Yeah, he's probably the the. It'd be the most informed metro trainer in Sydney at the moment. I know that Waller yeah. and and Waller's hasn't really stepped out his big guns just yet. He's got a lot of numbers, but um, Joe Pride, he's got a boutique stable, Snowden. So I think it's Baker clearly at the moment, isn't he? Cummings is sort yeah, of with been the a little quiet. Of with the exception of gay and Adrian's two-year-olds, for sure. Correct. It's, yeah. the Beyond, it's the Beyond show. 100%. Good on you, Mickey. Go and get them today, mate. Thanks, mate. Chat to you tomorrow. It's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold go, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. Head to their website. They've got some terrific horses that they've purchased at the recent sales in New Zealand, the English Classic Sales in Sydney, and, of course, at the Millions Sale there on the Gold Coast. We'll take a break. We'll come back. In fact, we'll take the news. We'll come back with Chris Nelson straight after this. Giddy up with Gareth Hall.
Gareth Hall. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au on Giddy Up this Wednesday morning. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Today we're at Doombin. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. Good morning, Gareth. We are at Doombin. Uh, we've got reasonably fine conditions today. We're on a soft five and we probably get an upgrade, I would say, at some stage during the day, hopefully nice and early. Take it away with your specials, mate, there at Doombin this afternoon. Well, you know, I like to, uh, these midweek meetings, I like to actually um, tip people into these horses. I think you've got a bit of promise that haven't raced very often, not the uh, races where there's a lot of exposed form and they can mix it up a bit. So, Although they're um, they're shortish, I think these will both win races two and three. Race two, number six, Bucks Fizz, uh, comes out of a maiden. They both come out of the same maiden in these first two tips. Uh, won here by Magic Island recently. Bucks Fizz drew well, jumped well, but unfortunately, sorry, drew wide, jumped well, had to go back, unfortunately, and then uh, was taken on a wide path from the 600-metre mark right to the line. And I love the way she kept on finding. Now, she's drawn better today. She did go forward in her trials previously, so I'd suggest she'll be a lot closer in the run today, Bucks Fizz. So we'll go with her, race two, number six. Uh, race three, number nine, the other one, Grand Meteor. Now, Grand Meteor came out of the same race, ran second. Bucks Fizz ran third. I love the way she kept chasing that uh, winner right to the line. She did not give her, uh, well, she gave her no peace. She just kept on coming. And I think with that run under the belt, she's in the right stable here, Tony Gollan. Uh, Ryan Maloney will ride from a reasonable gate. I think he'll find the right spot, and I think she'll get the job done. Race three, number nine, Grand Meteor. And we'll go with Golan again in the last. Race eight, number 10, Fumiko. Now, she's a bit hard to catch. She is a backmarker. She's busting to get to 1,200 metres, which she gets to today. Her last run here was 1,050 behind Ring of Steel. Now, leader dominated in a small horse field, a five-horse field. She only really got going late, that last 100, and she did take good ground off Ring of Steel. So the 150 in her favour... I think she'll be hard to hold out in race eight. Number 10, Fumiko. What's your very best? I think Bucks Fizz. I think it's the one uh, in race two that'll just settle nice and handy. As I said, the trials were really good prior and there was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, I think that first start run or that debut run was pretty tough. Uh, I had to do a lot of work from the 600 metre mark, came three and four wide and you'd expect a little bit of a fold up in the straight, but it wasn't the case. She stuck it out really well. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that, Chris. So good luck today. Looking forward to hearing you this afternoon on trackside yes. with the boys. I think Brownie's working with tags today, if I can. If that, oh, wow. Yeah, look out. That's trouble. Yeah. They tell me to see Brown was best on ground in Tasmania over the weekend. Isn't he best on ground everywhere he goes? No, I think he was, yeah. Well, I think he would have got definitely the three Brownlow votes, they tell me. <laughs> um, good on you, Chris. So. Thanks, Gareth. Have a good day. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Riley Morgan, the inform Riley Morgan, to join us next with some of his um, selections there at Belmont on this Wednesday. Welcome back to Giddy Up This Wednesday. This man's on fire at the moment. He can't do anything wrong. Riley Morgan, um, seeing him beautifully, and he's done the form for us at Belmont on a Wednesday. G'day, Riley. G'day, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. What do you like today? Yeah, it's a, it's a thin old program today at Belmont Park, Gareth. Only the six races this, this midweek, which is, uh, which is very rare over here in the West, and I thought it was very slim picking for, for bets on the program. But I think we can still play around with, with a couple 
Uh, a couple of horses that do look well-placed today. The first of those comes up in race number two here. Now, there's been some early support for this horse on debut for Justine Irkland's race two, number nine, Uni Strike. In, in what is a, a race where I've got a lot of convictions around a few of the other horses towards the pointy end of the market. The trials of this horse have impressed me and the early price was some value and I still think there's a bit of value there at around that double figures in race number two. It was given a very soft time of it in a fast trial behind subsequent winner Diablo Lad before at his, his most recent hit out over the 1,200 metres at the trials. I thought he closed off really nicely behind a dominant maiden winner and stable mate Own the Queen, who's a, a nice horse moving forward. I think while he's the horse, he's going to need a good steer from that awkward gate from Jade McNaught, but I really like the 1,400 metres as a, as a kickoff point for him, given he he looks a type that's going to get over a bit of ground in due time. So race two, number nine, Uni Strike, is probably my best each way play of the day there, or best value play of the day there in race number two, and a couple of horses that look well-placed to be breaking through race three, number seven, Magnachine, Devil and Chris Harnham in race three. This is the weakest race this horse has come up against in her career to date. She was she comes through some really strong form lines leading into this and uh, if, I think if Chris Parnham can work her across into a prominent position without being posted deep, Gareth, this looks for the most suitable race for her for the preparation. The price, ideally I'd be wanting $3 plus, but the, I guess the $2.50 on offer at the moment is probably because she is coming from superior form lines to, to many of these. And, and race five, number five, Art of Consent, looks well placed here, back to midweek grade from a, a strong Saturday performance last start. Was only beaten a couple of lengths after getting across to the front and setting a really strong tempo in front. And that race has proven to be hot form since with two subsequent winners through Comic Hero and, and Artis Sabraj and numerous other place getters from that race as well. So it's been a, a really strong form reference. And, and Maddie Derrick should have the speed, I think, to cross to the front and, and roll along here. And from there, she's going to prove very hard to run down. So on a very, very thin program, Gareth, I think they're the, the three horses I'm happy to play around with. Race two, number nine, Uni Strike. Race three, number seven, Magna Sheen. Hoping for maybe $3 plus there. The $2.50 is a little bit under my price at the moment. And, and race five, number five, Art of Consent at around that $3.10. Maddie Derrick's turned into Maddie Pike. Um, being some yeah. She has. She's been... She's going super, and she's not just uh, riding them from in front. Gareth is utilising that claim. She, she's coming from the back, settling midfield. Horses are just running for her at the moment. It's really good to see. And in the, our, our apprentice ranks are, are pretty slim over here, Gareth, at the moment. It's good to see one really sort of stamp her authority over the past few weeks with Willie Pike uh, out of action. All right, mate. Love your work. Good luck today. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. There's, Cheers. There's Riley Morgan there doing the form for us for Belmont. We'll take a break. Butch Castles and Darren Carroll along with Simon Orchard coming up next. man seen red plenty of times and I'd be, I'd be a little frightened if this man saw red. Butch Castles, the king of New Zealand. Hello dear Butch. G'day Gareth, man. Not bad. Great New Zealand song there, eh? Yeah. Um, I deliberately played that for you. I was having dinner with your great mate Lee Dennis and Guy Mulcast the other day and you're right, we couldn't tell those stories they were telling me over the radio. <laughs> No, Chatham House rules. I hope you're oh, in play over dinner. Yes. They told me the story about how I can, I think I can repeat this story about how, um, how, 
how you were you were working at the race club and you didn't leave to bring you a white shirt. He brought the wrong white shirt. Yeah. Yeah, there appeared a little hole in the wall near the, uh, near my office after yeah. that. There was one simple job that he was asked to do, and it was Derby Day as well, I might add. Yes, I think he yeah. ended up winning the Derby for us with Wahid, so he was forgiven late in the piece. Yes. What about at Talpo today? Can we back a few winners there? Yeah, look, pretty tricky, uh, I thought, but we'll go for one on an each-way basis and one that I think can win race three, Number four, Lorado. Opie Boston jumps on, freshened up this one out of the Stephen Marsh stable. It's 450 and 175. So, on an each way basis, race three, number four, Lorado, has uh, placed three or four at the trip. And I just think uh, that it might have found the uh, the right race. I know there's a hot favourite in there, but uh, I give Lorado a nice each way chance. We'll go to race five, number 12, Tomodachi's won two of three trials. Most uh, recent uh, of them uh, in January. Uh, look, it's 270 into 220 since scratching. So plenty of mon for, money for it. The colours are going well, that of the Vellas. Uh, they've been, uh, they had two winners, uh, the Pincaro colours on Saturday, obviously Peter Vellas, so on Sunday even. So Tomodachi, I think, 270 into 220, race five, number 12. And on an each way basis, we'll go race three, number four, Lorado. Good on your brother. You go and get them today. And, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing a few of the Kiwis head to Australia now, hopefully. Yeah, there are a few few aiming up, aren't there, which is uh, which is great. You'll see our uh, super sprinting mare, Imperatrice, Saturday. I know the trial model looked ordinary, but from all reports, work during the week was outstanding. So let's hope she's back to her best on Saturday. How are Tiako going at the moment? They don't seem to be firing as well as they had... Um, say six months ago, Butch. Yeah, I suppose there's a number of horses uh, over there. They'll uh, they'll uh, stoke up. I think Big Day at Matamata next week. Big Day Saturday at Ellerslie as well. Lead up to both the Derby and the Auckland Cup with the uh, Avondale Guineas and Avondale Cup. A couple of really good races. Particularly, uh, we'll see Orchestral get up to 2,100 metres, and uh, that'll, I suppose, tell us whether she heads to the 2,400 metres of the Derby or the 2,000 metres of the Wait for Age race on the second day of the Auckland Cup Carnival. Really, really strong fields, both of those Avondale Cups and Guineas on Saturday. Good on you, Butch. Thanks for that, mate. Looking forward to that. Already. There we go. There's the great yeah. Butch Castles. Darren Carroll joins us. G'day, Daz. Morning, Gareth. Um, unfortunately, no racing at our out. We're thinking of everyone around the Grampians region. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, terrible. it is terrible. There's some devastating news out of that area, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, terrible stuff. Um, Geelong tonight. Um, what do you like? Uh, Geelong today and oh, the today, tonight, Gareth. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, so Geelong, I've got a couple there, just one under Tuka, but Geelong will start off race six, number six, always sky high. David Murphy, trained horse. Got really good gate speed. Um, I think it actually is better suited from an outside draw, which it's got. I think it can find the front. Um, not the end of the game if it doesn't because it's adaptable and there's one from the death and read some really good races from there. But I think if it finds the front, it'd be awfully hard to beat. And that's what we always like uh, to bet on. So it's the first one. The other one I like is race eight, number four, the Statesman. The great man, Chris Elford. Um, another with really good gate speed. I expect to find the front. It was beaten by a really, really smart horse last start in Fighter Command and it took everything for Fighter Command to get it you know, right near the post. Um, I just think it suits. Got the sprint trip, Alpha to board, very hard to catch, about 250 at the moment. So they're both good bets there at Geelong. And then we move to Echuca. I just got the one play there. 
Um, I thought I found a bit of a value play, Gareth, but it's uh, been a bit smashed this morning. So race six, number three, Yapper. Um, open as much as 7.50, but you can still get about 4.20 with bet 3.65 at the moment. Um, it's had two runs this time in from a spell, and, oh, gee, it's been unlucky. The first time the seat fell off, and the second time it got um, badly checked at about the 400 when it was still yes. travelling very well. Um, so I'm convinced that uh, if it led, um, it'd probably just about win if it led, but it's got Glenn Bulger on the front uh, on the pole horse. Uh, that's always a hard task to get past him, um, but it's not the end of the world if it doesn't lead. So I just thought at the value price, it was a really nice bet. Race eight, uh, race six, number three, Yapper. So they're the three for the day, Gareth. All right, then, Daz, you go and get them. Good luck, mate. See ya. There's Darren Carroll there. And Simon Orchard from the thedogs.com.au, the home of Greyhound Racing, joins us. On this Wednesday, hello to you, mate. Morning, G. How are things, my friend? I'm good, thank you. What are we doing today? We've got some brilliant racing there at Richmond tonight. Yeah, we'll start at tomorrow, then we'll head to Richmond, G. Best at tomorrow, 6-2, Bart's Choice. Throwback to the Simpsons. God, that was a good show growing up. Uh, look, comes into this off a great win tracking trip last week. Jumped really well, got covered up around the turn. Had to check off heels, duck and dart around him and still had the motor to run down. The leader, so it was pretty impressive, especially as it, was, as it was his first run in four months. I reckon he'll take a bit of improvement out of that. He draws better today in box two. He likes Tamora, 6-2. Bart's choice, the best bet down uh, in the south of the state today. And then at Richmond tonight, race two, number eight, all on mum. About two bucks with bet 365 at the moment, Gareth, but she's not the favourite. Hurricane Rain, the national futurity runner-up, will jump from box one. She can certainly run. She's only a two-time winner. I'm not knocking her. She's a good dog. But Jason Magri is absolutely airborne again. Six winners from his last eight starters. He's just picked up where he left off last year. All on mum has had every one of her 14 runs at, track, at the Richmond track. I think in his small field of five, she can run down the outside and absolutely blitz them. Two-eight, all on mum, the best at Richmond tonight. Go and get them tonight. Thanks, mate. Very much. There's Simon Orchard. Thanks to the dogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. That was Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rental, supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com and the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee.